0: basic stuff if we imagine the um the growth medium as like a soup um the basal medium is like the basic ingredients to the soup and then we have the supplements of the growth medium and this is kind of like the fancy schmancy stuff the the, uh, the more expensive ingredients let's say the ones that really do the magic um in in the process Today, and we're just going to jump straight into it, I want to talk about uh, growth medium. Um, So this is a term that you will probably come across quite often. Um, So what I want to do in this uh, episode is just delve into it a bit deeper, explain what it is um, and uh, yeah, what it's composed of. So let's jump into it. Um, Starting off with some basics, uh, I think, the concept of what we're trying to do when it uh, when looking at cultivated meat is essentially to replicate what is happening inside the body of an animal uh, outside the body so we're taking the cells of uh, an animal and uh, putting it under all of the conditions that it would usually go through when in an animal's body um to make it grow and turn into meat essentially so um You would have heard probably of the term bioreactor. A bioreactor is a really key uh, element of this process, Uh, but the growth medium is also another very key element to it, so it's separate from the bioreactor. You will probably um, come across terms like growth media, uh, cultivated um, medium, um, cultivated media, they're all the same thing okay so for the purpose of this episode i'm just going to try and stick to consistently saying uh growth medium Uh, i do have actually a tendency sometimes to use the term media as well uh, but essentially it's all the same thing growth medium so what is it um and what does it do that's kind of what i want to cover first and foremost so think of it as like a liquid broth okay um The growth medium is what these cells are submerged in. It's the liquid that they're uh, submerged in when in a bioreactor. The role of the the growth medium is basically to feed the cells with everything that they need in order to do their kind of core function, uh, which is kind of grow to... uh, uh, replicate um, so proliferation and also differentiate so turn into different types of cells Um, so this this broth is basically providing all of the nutrients and other elements um, to these cells to carry out this function okay and now in a traditional um, farming sense like with a traditional animal uh, the All of these elements that um, the animal is getting is either produced by the animal itself, um, is either gained from uh, uh, the animal's food, so through the crop that it's eating, um, uh, or sometimes um, supplements are added by the farmers in order for... The animal to get these these things so essentially what the growth medium is doing is exactly the same as that um, but just in a completely uh, kind of external synthetic sense and not in an animal okay Um, the growth medium is made up of lots and lots of different elements all doing different roles okay Um, in this uh, video I don't want to go through each and every single one of them um, because I think we'll be here all day. You know, we're going to be here for a long time going through that. So what I've tried to do is capture what I think are the key elements of the growth medium. Uh, and I just want to run through what uh, my understanding of what each one does and um, what its role is in the cultivated meat process. Uh, so bear with me a little bit on this because um, there's a lot of detail. Uh now, first and foremost, when considering the content of a growth medium, uh, I think it's useful to split it up into two categories. Um, so, firstly, uh, we've got what I would refer to as the basal medium um, of ingredients. So, this is like the basic stuff. If we imagine mm-hmm. the um, the growth medium as like a soup. Um, the basal medium is like the basic ingredients to the soup. And then we have the supplements of the growth medium. And this is kind of like the fancy schmancy stuff, the, the, uh, the more expensive ingredients, let's say, the ones that really do the magic um, in, in the process. Okay? So we're splitting it up into basal medium and supplements when looking at the, um, the content of, of the growth medium. Now what I want to do is just go through and delve a little bit deeper into what the components of the basal medium are and of the supplements. Um, now, in order to do this, I, I, I found it useful to try and kind of think of this liquid as um, in a def- different kind of sense. And I came across this kind of idea of uh, imagining the cell, the animal cell that we're cultivating as a chef in like a kitchen or a restaurant trying to produce a meal, okay? So bear with me on this, but I've found that it's quite useful to look at these things um, slightly differently, especially if you're like me and you don't come from a scientific background okay so first let's touch on the um the basal ingredients uh the first one that we have is sugars so sugars are added to the growth medium and um If we look at our kind of chef-cell analogy, imagine the sugars as being like an energy drink or um, the coffee that the chef is drinking in order to have the energy to do uh, the cooking, to make the food. And that's exactly what's happening with um, the the, uh, sugars that are added to the cell culture. Basically, they're being provided with the energy they need to carry out those processes okay Uh, the next one that we have like key ingredient let's say is the amino acids so again using our kind of cooking analogy let's imagine amino acids as being like the meat or vegetables that goes into a recipe they're like the core ingredients the core building blocks and um what's happening from a kind of cell cultivation process when these amino acids are included is that they are providing the, the basic structure and function um for those cells to grow okay um Next one, this one's quite easy to remember, I think, uh, which is salts, okay? So (coughs) the salts, when you're cooking, right, you're adding salts to provide like a kind of foundation of taste um, and seasoning to the meal um, and kind of give it the right balance. And that is basically what um, the salts are doing when they're added to uh the growth medium so specifically they're controlling the amount of fluid that's going in and out of the cell so you can also think of it as kind of like a bouncer outside of a club uh, you know uh, checking who's coming in and who's coming out of the the club that's exactly what's happening uh, with the cells so that's another important thing um, or element that's going into that um, basal medium next one is vitamins so I would imagine vitamins as like your kitchen utensils, your kitchen tools that the chef is using, okay? So they're very specific uh, tools uh, to carry out specific tasks or help carry out specific tasks, and that's what the vitamins that are added into the growth medium are doing. so they're helping uh, the, uh, the actual animal cells to carry out the specific tasks that they need. So uh, think of them as like little helpers okay. Um, the last key element that I wanted to cover off in the, the kind of the group of basal uh, medium is uh, the buffering agent. Now the buffering agent, Imagine, again, going back to the restaurant analogy, uh, you've got the head chef, okay? Uh, Sorry, not the head chef, the head waiter. And the head waiter is usually somebody that's really just checking to make sure the the environment is conducive to the food being produced. So making sure that you know the dishes are warm, they're all presented in the right way, and making things stable. And that is what the buffer agent does. Basically, what it's doing is making sure that there's a stable pH level within the growth medium, uh, and making sure you know there's not too much fluctuation, and essentially uh, ensuring that. Um, the environment for the cells which are submerged into this growth medium are optimal for um, uh, you know the growth of the cells that we're trying to achieve so that's the basic stuff covered let's now go into the supplement side of the growth medium so this is where it gets a little bit more fancy so the very first element i wanted to cover off is recombinant proteins now think of recombinant proteins as like the exotic ingredient that is being added to the growth medium. So things like rose water or turmeric or something like that, something that adds a little bit of spice and zest to a meal. Um, Now that is kind of what I look at as um, what these recombinant proteins are doing in the growth medium they're giving kind of specific triggers for certain activities to happen inside the cells um and and it's kind of like a more of a targeted approach for the cells um to grow and proliferate and differentiate in the way that we actually want them to the next element is kind of related because it's also a group of proteins it's the growth factors okay now growth factors think of them as um like a recipe card for the cells um so um and, and when i say a recipe card think of you know when you're cooking the meal you're following the recipe you've got very specific instructions to get a certain output of the cells and that's what those growth fats are doing they're basically instructing the cells and guiding them to carry out um you know the function of the exact function the exact way that we want it to to get the fat of uh, muscle cell or whatever it is Hormones are the next one. Now, they are quite similar to growth factors, I've found. But I've sort of looked at where the growth factor is kind of like the recipe card on how to make the meal. The hormones are kind of the presentation guidance on how to present the meal. Um, and what they're doing from a kind of cell cultivation point of view is that they're coordinating the cells, um, each cell um sorry coordinating kind of like how each cell talks to each other and how they form so where growth factors are kind of specifically directing a specific cell hormones are kind of looking at the group the whole mass of cells so that's where you're kind of coming back to the cooking analogy you've got the recipe you know how to cook each ingredient and then the the the, the hormone is kind of like um the, the presentation of everything how it all glues together and the last one I wanted to touch on is quite similar to this as well, which is the lipids. Um, now, lipids, think of those as something like breadcrumbs. Um, breadcrumbs kind of add texture, add flavor um, to the food that you're eating. And this is exactly what lipids are kind of doing in the context of cultivated meat and growth medium, where they're, they're, they're creating the texture and um, affecting how the cells are kind of sticking together and gluing together. Okay, so that was a very, very quick rundown, I think, of um, the key elements, I believe, that are are kind of going into the growth medium. I'm sure that there were some terms and things that I I said wrong. Uh, And you can see that there's a lot of overlapping kind of roles and responsibilities within each of these elements. But for me, I found it kind of quite useful to to not just focus on the kind of cell uh, um, cultivation process and look at another analogy to try and understand it. So hopefully you found that piece um, easy enough to follow. The next thing I just want to chat about is antibiotics. So you may be aware that Antibiotics are used very, very heavily in animal agriculture, traditional animal agriculture. So I believe it's something like 70 or 80 percent of medical um, antibiotics in the world are used for um, animals um, in agriculture. So it's a very, very um, big industry. Um, and basically, these antibiotics are given to these animals in order to keep them at kind of the optimal Um, health that we need to get the maximum output, basically, from them. Um, Now, in a bioreactor, you know, a nice warm environment, it's actually a real, real hotbed for um, contamination. So you would think that uh, it makes sense to add antibiotics to this growth medium in order to to kind of um, fight off this potential risk of contamination. Uh, Now, when looking into the subject, I did find it a little bit grey to understand if cultivated meat companies are actually using antibiotics. I think the the surface answer is no, um, whereby they are basically saying they're not using antibiotics. Uh, What they're doing is keeping a very sterile environment to to reduce and eliminate that risk of contamination. Um, uh, Because obviously adding antibiotics to something that's going to be consumed is... is, um, a bit questionable even though it's done uh, obviously with you know traditional meat and stuff that's eaten the reason that i say it's a bit gray is because at the time of this recording if you go on websites of cultivated meat companies and you look for the word antibiotics it usually says something like um, you know we're working towards eliminating all antibiotics it's it's kind of like quite gray wording so that usually makes me think something's a bit off there Um, so this is my speculation but i expect I I would imagine there's probably a little bit of antibiotic use uh, probably at the very start of the process, um, you know, where the risk of contamination is the highest. Uh, But I think we can all agree that it's probably not the same as, um, you know, everywhere else. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. Got a bit cut off there. Is my face still recording? Yeah, still recording. Um, So... Nearly finished anyway. Um, the last thing that I just wanted to touch on was how these materials are sourced when going back to the actual total growth medium. Um, essentially, essentially, uh, when sourcing stuff for the the growth mediums, they're using uh, pharmaceutical-grade materials. So this is very, very high purity, very expensive. Um, uh, A lot of processes involved in kind of transporting them things like that. So um, it it comes more closer to how drugs are produced rather than food um, is produced. So it's not at this stage like they're using food-grade ingredients. At a production level, um, research and development, and from what I understand, um, companies uh, that are kind of early stage are still using pre-mixed solutions where all of these elements come in like one liquid or a few liquids, um, because that just makes it easier. Uh, but um, I think as companies grow and use larger um, setups, they're actually then going out and sourcing separate elements uh, and then mixing them together and probably in a hope Um, So, you know, try and get that cost uh, down for the production um, as a whole. So there you have it. That's a summary of everything that I wanted to speak about with growth mediums. Um, It's quite a confusing topic, to be honest. So I'm sure that I got some things wrong. So as always, if you pick out anything that needs correcting, uh, let me know. Um, Yeah, and that's it. See you next time. Thank you.